friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Welcome to episode number 45. Hey, Mitz. Hey, Kels. Hey, everybody. So today, we are going to get a little bit faith-based. So... Mm. Listeners, we hope that you know that we love Jesus, but we don't really do a lot of episodes that are just faith-based. We have talked about Mitz, the reading the Bible in a year. We we talked about that last year, yeah. and I'm doing that again this year. Are you? I am. Yeah, so that's fun. But we by no means are like experts of the Bible or really, I mean, I took a couple Bible classes in college, but I'm just a studier of the Bible by reading and, you know church and those sort of things. So we're not experts, but I recently did a club talk for Young Life. So Young Life is a faith-based program where leaders connect with middle and high school students and just walk beside them in life. And sometimes that leads to faith conversations. And anyways, I had asked Cody, who runs Young Life at St. Joe, if I could do a talk because my senior girls were peer pressuring me and they wanted, you know, it's our last year, you need to give a talk. And so I asked, okay, like, I'm going to give a talk. Which one can I do, Cody? And he told me John 10, 11 through 18. And I was like, oh, oh, that verse, great. I've got it memorized. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, of course, I had to look that up because I don't have the Bible memorized in such great detail. And as soon as I saw the passage, I knew that God was giving me this opportunity. Because, Mitz, do you know what that verse is about? You know, I don't, but I do know it has a lot of red printing in it, and so that means that Jesus said it. He was talking a lot, and Jesus was talking about us being sheep and that Jesus is the good shepherd. And this is a theme that has continually come up in my life in the past couple of years. Like, just things have stuck out to me in different Bible studies I've done and things I've heard. And so when he told me that topic, I knew that, like, I had to talk about it, and I was really glad he wasn't asking me to talk about the book of Revelation or Leviticus or something, Mm -hmm. in my mind, much harder. So let's dive into sheep and shepherds. So Mitz, what do you know about sheep? Oh, tons. Um, Sheep, Ovis Aries, are quadrupedal ruminant mammals typically (laughs) kept as livestock. Like most ruminants, sheep are members of the order Artiodactyla, the even-toed ungulates, Although the name sheep applies to many species in the genus Ovis, in everyday usage, it almost always refers to Ovis Aries. Is that good? Oh, well, you you know a lot. I'd like to talk more about even-toed ungulates. Um, yeah. Well, that another, would be... another podcast, I think. Okay, sure. Yeah, even-toed ungulates would be the topic. <laughs> so you know a lot, obviously, through maybe Wikipedia, but we might have to cite that source. And here are some words that I would use to describe sheep. Oh, and they're very cute and fluffy, and mm-hmm. we use their wool for clothing. And and but here they are defenseless, so uh, they have very poor eyesight. And sheep, they just follow other sheep without really thinking, and so that leads them to go astray a lot. Like they get lost a mm-hmm. lot, and they're also very stubborn. And fun fact, if they roll on their back, they can't get up without help, which do other sheep help them get up? Do you think? 
You know, I was wondering about that because I know that shepherds help them get upright, but I don't know but if there's if no there's shepherd. No shepherd? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, why what's you, a sheep going to do? You always have to have a shepherd around, I think. That's right. Exactly. So listen, sheep, they do not sound that great. They, at least they're fluffy and like help us fall asleep. But then in the Bible, God refers to us as sheep, like a lot. Mm-hmm. The Bible mentions sheep over 300 times. And that doesn't mean they say we're sheep over 300 times, but in this passage that I'm talking about today, we are considered the sheep and God or Jesus is the good shepherd um, and he is the shepherd to the sheep. And so that's sheep, not a great picture painted, but Mitz, let's talk about shepherds. Mm -hmm. What do you, when I say shepherd, what do you think of there? Oh, I got this one too. A (laughs) shepherd is a person who tends and rears sheep. Yes. Th- that's that all I got. Very concise. Great. Really got to the point. Mm-hmm. No even-toed ungulates there. So when I also think of a shepherd, I'm thinking of like the peaceful nativity scene where the shepherd is like holding the lamb. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And calmly standing around admiring baby Jesus. And that's cool. But actually, as I've learned about shepherds, that's not actually much what they were like, although in that moment they probably were. And so this is, it's a little hard to explain because like, are there even shepherds anymore? Definitely not around the U.S. in common places. But here are some words to describe shepherds. They know their sheep, like individually, they can tell them apart. And the sheep know their voice. They are warriors for the sheep that they're protecting, they will fight off wolves or other wild animals that would want to eat the the sheep. Um, in fact, they were known to lay down their lives uh, for the for the sheep. The sheep were the most important thing. They mm-hmm. were willing to give their lives for them, and that is pretty amazing for me. That to me that they that the shepherd would die for its sheep. Or and you know if a sheep wandered off which seems like sheep would do a lot. The shepherds would actually leave the others and go out and find them. Uh, There's a couple of verses in Luke 15 and Matthew 18, where there are parables that are talking about that the shepherd has a hundred sheep. One gets lost and he leaves the 99 in their safety pen. And he goes out and gets that one sheep because you know, that one sheep is so important to him. I love that idea. Yeah, it's it is very comforting. So Mitz, will you read that part in in John 10 that I was speaking on? I will. It's going to be easy cuz it's the part in red. And yep. I I have my clerical collar on, so here I go. <laughs> I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Yes. So Jesus says he's the good shepherd. And I actually prefer to think of him as our shepherd. He is our good shepherd. And as I was thinking about all of these sheep and the shepherd, it reminded me of this story. It's like one of my most vivid memories when I was little. And I apologize to my mom in advance because she's going to feel bad when I tell this story, but you are a phenomenal mother and this was not your fault. (laughs) So we were once at the mall and I was with my mom and in my mind, my Aunt Bethany, I'm not actually sure if it was Aunt Bethany, I'm pretty sure it was. And we were shopping 
in, in this store. And I was little, like little enough that I couldn't see over the clothes racks, but I didn't have to hold my mom's hand the whole time. You know, I don't know what, like mm-hmm. maybe eight or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of looking at the clothes. I really didn't like shopping. So I was a little bit bored, kind of like touching everything, minding my own business. And then I looked up and realized that I could not find my mom or aunt anywhere. And I like kind of like casually remember searching the store, not finding them, and panic absolutely set in. Like I searched around, I started to silently cry. And I remember that my mom had told me, okay, if you ever get lost, just find someone in charge. And so I went and I went to the counter of like where you check out, and I just stood there crying. Didn't say any words. Mm. Like, I feel this so much still, this getting lost. Yeah, I'm feeling bad for you. I know. And that poor store clerk, I'm so thankful for her, but she looked at me and just said, honey, what is wrong? And I remember saying that I couldn't find my mom. She was missing. And we kind of looked around the store. She definitely was not in the store anymore. And so she said, don't worry. She's going to call someone. She did. And that sweet, sweet mall cop got put to good use. He came to the store, took me by the hand, told me he had donuts in his office, which now I'm like, listen, if somebody tells you they have donuts in your office, you don't have to go with them. But he was (laughs) very safe. And as we were walking down the middle of the mall, my Aunt Bethany is frantically running, like running down the center aisle or down the center of this mall, grabs me. And the mall cop is like, you can't just take her, right? Like yelling, I'm in his care. Anyway, she explains that she's my aunt, whatever. I was found and I never got a donut, which (laughs) is actually one of the biggest problems with this story. Uh, But anyways, it reminds me of these sheep that would just, they didn't, they don't get lost on purpose. They're not like being like, I'm going to get lost today. And neither was I. I was just distracted. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, in one of the one of the Bible studies I did, it's called Finding I Am, and it was written by Lisa Turkhurst. And she wrote about this. She wrote about these sheep. She said this. Have you ever wondered how that one sheep got lost? Do you think he was willfully disobedient? Do you think, man, I don't like the way this shepherd is leading us. He can't be trusted. So I'm out of here. No, I don't think that was how he got lost. I think it went more like this. He started eating some grass, and while eating the grass, he thought, wow, this grass is pretty good. The pleasure of immediately satisfying his desire probably got him off track, and he found himself not paying attention to the other sheep around him. And then all of a sudden, he looked up, and all the other sheep were nowhere to be found. He probably didn't have any idea he was off track. He may have been out of sync with the others for a while, but had no idea. I have a feeling that's how we all get lost sometimes. We find ourselves a little discouraged or distracted, and we just start to subtly slide away. We start sitting in the back row. And I really, this resonated with me because I did not mean to wander in the mall. I didn't, I didn't want to lose my mom, no. uh, but it happened. And, and I was just like those sheep that she was talking about. And I think it's really easy to do. Mitz, have you ever felt this in your life? Yeah, especially um, as you are talking. I, it, to your point, I don't usually set out to deliberately do the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, except maybe in college, but you know, that's another podcast. <laughs> sure. But usually it starts with little things like cutting corners or a white lie or being lazy. And if I'm not mindful or careful, I find myself 
subtly sliding away, to borrow your mm-hmm. phrase. So yeah, yeah, all the time. And I, I'm just thinking here, like when you weren't paying attention and just kind of getting distracted, your story had a good ending, but it could have had a very, very different ending just mm-hmm. from you being distracted and not paying attention to what you needed to be paying attention to. Yeah. Yeah, there's some danger in just sitting back and letting life happen in front of you, right? And not yeah. being intentional, for sure. Um, but but there is, I mean, there's good news. Because just like the mall cop helped me find my aunt, the amazing part of this story that that I love is that Jesus is our shepherd. And he is going to come and get us if we ever get lost. And I, it's just, it's, I have this picture in my mind of Jesus being a warrior for me and never giving up searching that I am his sheep. I am his distractible, lost, confused sheep. And he loves me so much and he knows me and I can hear his voice and know his voice. And that is, that is the good news that I hope that we can see in this story. Preach it, Kelsey. Oh man, I get a little heated up about this, Mm -hmm. but even when we don't even know we are wandering, when we look up, Jesus is going to be right there with us because he has not stopped pursuing us. And and it just takes us looking up and realizing, oh, there he is. There is my shepherd. I, it's so good. It's, yeah, that, that's good. That's a great this, yeah, way to look at it. This uh, this lesson has been one that is has been very cool in my life for the last um, few years and has changed my perception of who Jesus is and and how he fights for us. So it's pretty cool. Anyways, wow. This uh this was real. Amen. Huh? <laughs> Woo. I honestly I don't know how like clergy people come up with sermons every single week because this I had to give one talk and I had to sit and think about it for a long time. I, hats off to the pastors out there because it's amazing. And really, I think we all need this encouragement, especially during these hard times. It's winter. We're still in the midst of COVID. It's easy to sit back and just let life happen. And so I hope that this is a message that we can just keep hearing and we'll never, never get old. We hope that you find encouragement and peace in the fact that Jesus is our good shepherd and is fighting for you. We also hope that you have an awesome week and that you'll share this message with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening.